Welcome to the Change the Ratio podcast. In this series, we explore the gender gap in the sport and technology industries. We're addressing the reality that women hold only 9% of executive positions in the tech industry. We bring in established professionals with unique insights on how they have made a commitment to initiatives to drive diversity. We discuss specific ways to give more women a seat at the table and also address how businesses benefit from diversity and inclusion. The Change the Ratio podcast is brought to you by Women in Sports Tech Incorporated, a recently launched nonprofit that brings together companies, executives, young professionals, and students who share the mission to drive growth opportunities for women at all levels throughout the sports tech landscape. Jill Stelfox is the CEO and founder of Graffiti Sports, which aims to bridge the gap between sports and entertainment. She's produced game day music for Ice Cube's Big Three, partnered with the NFL and Eminem to raise money for the Hurricane Relief Fund, and also transformed the pre-game conversation at the New Orleans Saints to focus on rap and YouTube artists. Previously, she was VP and General Manager of Zebra Sports, where she led the development of hardware and software to track players in real time in partnership with the NFL. She is also our board chair at Women in Sports Tech. And according to Mary Lou, I talked to her this morning, she says you're a total badass. Um, (laughs) And we just learned she's raised 50 million in venture capital and returned 100 million. So, no, 100... One billion. One billion? Yes. Wow. I... That's a lot. Um... (laughs) So welcome to the Change the Ratio podcast. How are you today? Good. Um, how was your, you just spoke at an event today? I did. Uh, I spoke at an event around innovation and it was in connection with the Rugby Sevens that are here in the Bay Area. Ooh, fun. Yeah. Exciting. Okay, so I wanted to start off today. Mary Lou told me you have a great story from your time as CEO of Graffiti Sports that shows how sports tech affects so much of the fan experience. And I was wondering if you could share that with us. Yeah, so picture last year, we're coming to the end of the football season, <laughs> and the New Orleans Saints find themselves in this position where they're in the, the post game, they're, they're making a run for the Super Bowl. And, you know, what we didn't know then is on their team, they have two amazing players that were the offensive rookie of the year and the defensive rookie of the year. So they've got these amazing players and they, they're making this run. But one of their challenges is when it came to um, music and entertainment for fans, there was a misalignment. And the fans were being very clear through social media and other forms that they were um, dissatisfied with what was going on. And I knew the Saints organization well, and I also um, am affiliated with people in Hollywood and in the music industry. And so met with the organization there and said, if you wanted to change this, what could you do? What would you want to do? And one of the first things they said is, well, we want to do a flyover, but the Superdome is a dome. How do you do a flyover when you're in a dome, right? And I said, well... If you look at the movies, right, Star Trek, they do a flyover. Star Wars, they do a flyover, right? So there's precedent for doing indoor flyovers. Mm -hmm. So if I get an indoor flyover done, 
And if I can change for you the music and pregame entertainment so that this crowd is so loud and so ready to win this game that they are an actual member of your team, what would you do? And they said, well, A, we'd win. (laughs) We'd win the game. (laughs) And B, we could change the fan experience. That would be great. Yeah. And so we started immediately tracking social media and understanding what was going on using technology, Mm -hmm. right? And we brought um, this amazing YouTube artist named Victory Boy, who was signed by Jay-Z, got a a gazillion followers on YouTube, um, to sing the national anthem in the quietest of most beautiful ways with um, a simple guitar, Mm -hmm. great lighting, and... um, what was awesome when it happened, by the way, is the whole crowd started singing with her, and people were crying. It was oh. um, it was literally magical. And then, sure enough, the lights go dark right after she finishes singing, and all of a sudden, on the jumbotron and rocking through the stadium is an indoor flyover that we had gotten done through the same people that did the Millennial Falcon in Star Wars, and so both from a sound perspective and a vision perspective, it matched. And so that crowd was screaming. (laughs) And the social media interaction about sort of taking that game and entertainment to the next level was amazing for them. The other cool thing about it is the Saints weren't aware of kind of how to track all that information and know, even in real time, what was really going on um, with their fan base, but um, it we did a great job, and it was a ton of fun, and uh, we were excited because the first, I want to say the first two plays of the game, um, they were playing the Carolina Panthers, and they got a penalty because they couldn't hear, and so that's Whoa. awesome. So we really did affect the game, yeah. which was cool. Well, that goosebumps, I bet, in the audience when she is singing. You know, when you when you have that type of, moment where people are so quiet and they're really listening to what's happening yeah it's amazing when it's 60,000 people all silent silent it's amazing um okay so I wanted to transition I would love to hear about your experience as a woman in the sports tech industry it's a very male dominated industry it is a very male dominated industry um you know what's interesting I think to the you know to some of the women that might be listening they often find themselves as the only female in the room they would um they would in the beginning they would say oh you're that woman in football <laughs> and that was enough for me yeah <laughs> and eventually they're like oh you're Jill yeah <laughs> that was perfect right and so um i think i personally saw it as an advantage and an opportunity to be different and to lean in and to say yes um And then the only other thing I would do is encourage you, if you find yourself in that space, to make sure that you have friends outside of work that you can talk to about it. Um, And so I've always been a big fan of joining women's organizations where I can have, you know, comrades as we're going through this whole thing. Yeah. So strength in numbers. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So why do you see a need for women in sports tech or our nonprofit people creating opportunities for women in the space? 
So when I grew up, um, my dad was a school teacher, four girls in my family, and he always told us, you need to get a license to do something so that you can always have a job. So I became a CPA. Mm-hmm. So I've got this financial background to me, and um, it's a proven financial fact that companies that have more diversity, whether it's women or people of color, they have um, better, more innovation and 35% better results than those that don't. It's straightforward math. And so I believe that we need to get to a point where there's not just one woman at the table, but there's, you know, three of us. There's people of color. And out of that, you get these amazing, fascinating, game-changing conversations for your organization. And so if I believe it, I better do something about it. And so I joined WIST. Yep. And I'm glad you mentioned that because there are some people that need, they don't take diversity and inclusion just as a good thing. They need to see all of the research. So there's some people that we need to speak in numbers for them to understand our message. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. And then just one final question. Where do you hope we'll be in five years? What's the goal? What are we working towards? So I have a daughter. Uh, Her name is Shelby. And um, what I hope for Shelby is that she's not the only woman in the room. I so badly want her to have her friends and her coworkers be literally her coworkers um, and not have to rely on outside folks. Um, and so that's my hope is that we get to the point where amazing young women have other amazing women at the table. Um, and I think it's better, it's better for the companies if we do that. And so that's my hope. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. It was really interesting to hear about your experience at Zebra Graffiti with the NFL. And thanks. You're welcome. You. Thanks for joining us on the Change the Ratio podcast. If you're passionate about changing the ratio in the sports tech and innovation industries, start by joining our community at womaninsportstech.org. We'll put our website and other social media handles in the show notes below. A diverse company starts with diverse hiring funnels. We worked with Sport Techie to create a job listings board at our website, sportstech.careers, where you can post a job to our community. Thanks for joining us on Change the Ratio.